word, or the phrase, ghostest with the mostest, <laughs> just popped into my head. <laughs> All right. Probably for the first time. So there's an original thought. Yeah, I like that. That's a, that's a very good original thought. Ghost thought. <laughs> Ooh. Ghost thought is Elmira, right? Or Elvira. Elvira? El- Elvira. What's that from? So sh- we were just trying to figure out what Elvira is from. She's from Elvira. Yeah, it's She's a, a movie called Elvira. Lady yeah. who's yeah. scary. Yeah, yeah. a ghost oh, okay. thought with big boobies. Yeah, okay. Go- ghost okay. thought. Okay. What is ghost thought? I don't know. I. She's a thought and a oh, ghost. Oh, a thought. That kind of thought. Yeah, so I was. It was a double entendre. I gotcha. No, double entendre. Yeah, no, that's very good. I'm a thought. Yeah, you are. You are. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet a ghost thought. Have not given up the ghost thought. <laughs> so, uh, sperm quality has been declining for the last 16 years. Now my shit. <laughs> Keep that shit 100. <laughs> well, um... What, what part of the sperm? Is it just like... I don't know. It's paywalled. It's some fucking, ah, fuck. like, pseudoscience magazine that's right. paywalled. Yeah. I just know that Margaret Atwood tweeted it out, and everybody's mad at her for being anti-trans. I don't know what she did. I don't... I don't plan to find out. Um, but, but it's about sperm. So, I mean, well, yeah. Feel free to educate us. Please for, do. Yeah. Let you us know. know. I know we have a, a, a relatively large uh, trans listenership. We do, and yeah. we love um, you so dearly. Yeah. Um, um, but... I just yeah. can't keep up with the being angry at like the discourse white women who are irrelevant. Well, like I know J.K. Rowling pissed off a lot of people, but I also don't yeah. know exactly how or why. She's like very virulently anti-trans. She does yeah. a lot of like concern trolling over you know, uh, quote unquote, women getting their breasts cut off and blah blah blah, a bunch of shit like that. But yeah. she also voted uh, Christian Democrat, and that's fucking weird. What's Christian Democrat? Oh no, it's yeah. not. Is it is Lib Dem, li- Liberal Democrat? It's like the third party in the UK that um, is basically like our Democrats. Skills wallet, you know. <laughs> oh, I see. All right, all right. Yeah, and then there's some professor in the UK who's like, I don't know, man. Just like these these white ladies, they need to shut up. Myself included. And that's why on today's episode of Iron Weeds, it's just going to be David and Chris Yo. Uh, actually talking about uh, trans women's rights. So take it away, boys. The unproblematic bros. <laughs> back. Back in action, baby. I respect people. Everyone. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. 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 Respect people. Yeah. Likewise. Yeah. I just think, like, there's this outrage With over sperm. With my dick. Sperm. Yeah. <laughs> This outrage over sperm has been ongoing for, like, you know, over a decade. Who's getting pissed off at sperm? Everybody's just worried about the quality of our nation's sperm. I am outraged. Is there a sperm, sperm gap? Well, it's, 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 <laughs> it's all part of the pussification of the modern American man. Well, that's not and where sperm comes starts from. Pussy. That's, not, that's, <laughs> that's where it goes in. So it plays, <laughs> yeah. its, it's play, yeah. it plays its role. Um, no, I don't know. It's just like the, the plastics and the hormones. And the plastics? The, yeah. Like the microplastics that are in us, or like uh, I think probably like the, the soft plastics that like we drink out of people, like the BPAs. We need the hard plastics. Boy, I am so far outside of my area of expertise <laughs> right now. It is shocking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, I'm definitely uh, also in that um, uh, flying by the seat of my pants territory. I have no idea about any of this shit. I've never even seen a sperm. I don't think. Yeah. 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 Now that I come to think of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
goodness. But no, I trust. I trust. I trust they're in good good health. You know, it's like it's a positive mental attitude. You know, like yeah, yeah absolutely. Rise and text. grind, spur. Yeah, yeah. Come on. You know, like um, the head. The head is the captain. Mm-hmm. You know, uh-huh. which head is that? Uh, the one I'm pointing to. <laughs> Whoa, Chris! Auditorially. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome home. Oh, thanks so much. From your yeah. trip to California. Yeah. Um, Did you bring us back a Tesla? Oh, I have stickers for you too. Uh, yeah, I got some, some Big Sur stickers. Ooh. Oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah. But uh, no Teslas, although fucking like the West Coast is lousy with them shits. Oh yeah, and especially uh, San Francisco. Like, um, I was shocked about a bunch of the things that I saw while I was out there. Um, but the first one that really shocked me was like how many Waymos and Teslas there were, and um, like they took very different approaches to um, their like. Uh, aesthetics around their sensors. That's a really systems. stupid question. Mm-hmm. What is a Waymo? Oh, I'm g- I'm about to tell you. Oh, okay, good. Lay so it, wa- lay it on her. Yeah, Waymo is. Um, there was some type of like. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why I said that. What's wrong? With you? I don't know why. I said that. <laughs> uh, the, the, yeah, wa- lay that Waymo on me, Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, Waymo is this really weird uh, looking um, uh, auto self-driving car startup thing where like they're as far as i can tell like not trying to build cars like in a direct competition to say tesla or something like that they like build the technology that will be eventually deployed like in many competitive corporations like car self-driving car um uh solutions or you know they, product offerings they, i believe they, they glue cameras onto like town and country minivans yeah so, yeah. so they it's so like they, aldi versus trader joe's mm. come on just give me this yeah, yeah. no no yeah. i think yeah. i think that's a pretty apt actually yeah. okay cool yeah. Yeah. um thank you and, yeah and uh so like but the 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 thing that uh it, you tells the difference right is that a waymo looks like a self-driving car in like a cartoon, right? It's like completely outfitted with all these like spinning sensors. There's like a sort of, you know, ziggurat hat, you know, uh, from like <laughs> Devo or whatever, like on top of the car. And it's got all these like spinning, you know, um, mirrors and sensor systems. And it's just like way out in front of, yes, I'm a self driving car. Like it, you, you know, really jumps the fuck out at yeah. you. Whereas like the Tesla has like similar sensor systems, but they're all like hidden. Right. And you can tell it's like, Tesla. I'm a car. Yeah, and I I probably saw like several thousand Teslas and probably several hundred Waymos while I was out in San Francisco. Um, and there's a chance, you know, they're yeah, they're these look dumb the, as fuck. The same ones, but um, it was it it was crazy because like San Francisco apparently is like the testing ground yeah, yeah. for all these self driving cars. Yeah, and I you know we were talking about people being like made lab rats like with no um uh consent consent at all like you know like cyclists and stuff and in san francisco that is absolutely the case like everybody in that city is like trying to navigate the streets with mostly self-driving cars like it is pretty out there jesus Um, christ so so the next uh, great fire of san francisco is just going to be lithium fires (laughs) or like fires from tesla to tesla to tesla yeah i mean i i wouldn't be surprised if if that ends up happening um like city will burn for three days yeah the closest uh i got to one was or like an interaction with one um was i was um you know uh, on the side of the road on the motorcycle with my wife and um you know the motorcycles are like parked perpendicular to the road that was to take up less space because parking is like a huge problem in san francisco um 
And uh, this Waymo was like driving by probably a pretty good clip, like 20, 30 miles an hour. And it just like hard broke right as it approached us, even though we weren't moving at all. Like we weren't like entering the road, but like one of his sensor systems recognized that like maybe we could have been entering in the road or whatever but like right about five feet in front of us uh, it just you know and like stopped real hard and then kept going okay and uh, i was like okay well you know they're 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 working out the kinks people. was there anyone inside yeah yeah but it didn't appear that they did that they were like seemingly also surprised i just want to pause us can you turn everybody's levels down just a tiny bit yeah yes. I, I sound i sound really loud thought i might have clipped yeah yeah we're all clipping a little bit i i'm sorry i no I failed us on the sound check. I think we were all I little, failed us. I think we were all, all little quiet on the sound check. We weren't feeling exuberant. Yeah. We, yeah, we didn't have the energy. Well, yeah. we didn't know that the nation's sperm is in decline right. at the time. Yeah. So you know. now that we know that, we've got a lot of we've got to make up for these fucking sorry sack <laughs> swimmers. Um. Well, that's fucking wild. Yeah. Um. I do not look forward to that future. Yeah. San Francisco, keep it all that shit to yourself. And yeah, then, keep, yeah, we need to quarantine California. <laughs> well, the other thing about California when you're talking about quarantining is my experience going from San Francisco down to San Diego, of course, like 12 days, you saw a totally different reaction to COVID uh, city by city. Like in San Francisco, you can't go into a cafe unless like at the door they scan your um uh what do you call it like vaccination passport or whatever like the equivalent of that like and so we had you know just snapshots on our phone which were fine and you of your card yeah of like uh the new york state's registry of us having got and you know is that vaccine. like an app or something or? yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, okay uh, yeah. i'll show you later um M got it for me so i don't know the details offhand um but like we had to carry these around and mask up like everywhere and everyone you know nobody was acting up everyone got with the program kind of thing but as we went south like in san diego no one wore masks anywhere we went to like a bar that was like an arcade it was basically like a dave and busters which is a little redundant because like almost every major city we went to was like a giant dave and busters <laughs> but, like, uh, but it was called like uh coin op or whatever and it was it was really sick you know shout out to coin op um uh they had a bunch of like really great retro arcade games like me and my brother and uh his girlfriend and my wife uh played like the simpsons game and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles from like the early nineties. Yeah, and it was Very fucking cool. awesome. They have that um, at uh, the um, Franklin Alley Social Club. Oh fuck yeah, yeah. Uh, but like going in there, um, it was I, I felt like suddenly embarrassed because I was the only person with a mask on. And yeah. like basically, people don't mask at all in San Diego. It's just well, like I mean, not like, a thing. I went to the Lee uh, Canna the the Lee Weed Store um, mm -hmm. today, and in Massachusetts, they have an indoor mask mandate. Um, which we don't have in New York. And it was wild because I walked up and it was like, it wasn't even just like people inside. People were standing outside wearing masks. Oh, wow. And you don't see that in New York anymore. Yeah. Like even in the grocery store, it's maybe 30 or 40% of people inside are wearing masks now. Mm -hmm. um, and like I wear a mask inside the vast majority of the time if I'm like in a store where I'm going to be there for a while. And uh, it's, you know, it, it's, compliance is like it's not even compliance right because it's not a rule but but yeah it's adhering to any kind of like mask uh norm is done in new york yeah well yeah i mean i'm still we're still wearing people them at still work. wear masks yeah people so is it mandated at your work it's not mandated but it's um requested 
requested. Yeah, well, like when your boss requests you, know. you to do something, it's, is, it, <laughs> is it really a request? <laughs> well, one of the the yeah, uh, one of the things I noticed because I went to a uh, dispensary for the first time actually in um, uh, the states because I had been to one in Holland before, um, but uh, in California. And uh, I noticed, I could always tell what was a dispensary or not, because there was an armed guard in the front of every door, like basically the acted, Really? Yeah, they acted, and what, did they have these in, in mass? No. So no, they, definitely not. They were acting both as like, I guess like theft prevention mm-hmm. and like bouncers to check ID. So they were rejecting minors at the door like you would at a bar. I mean, there or were something. people there who were like checking IDs. Mm-hmm. Um, were they for armed sure. and like no. looked like, you no, know, basically rent cops? No, he was a fucking hip. I could have taken him. <laughs> no, he was a skinny hipster. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah but, but, uh, a lot, there's a lot of problems with uh, robbings in, in uh, of, of uh, legal weed stores because banks won't like take their money. Oh yeah, like a, so they're just, ba- and they're cash up. Op- they're like yeah. by and large cash operations. It's like the, it's still the only. It's like one of the only cash operations still. Because I even think, like yeah. convenience I, stores, most of the time it's like EBT or something. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and and uh, shout out to our patrons. Thanks so much for your support. I walked in there with like more cash than I'm really comfortable carrying. <laughs> oh wow! Um, because you know, like we go every couple of months to it, stock up on. My my crazy fucked up brain will only take science weed now. Um, <laughs> only accepting like <laughs> like very specific <laughs> indica strains at this point in my uh, mid thirties. But yeah, like it is, it is. Uh, it feels very unsafe to have such a like cash only yeah. operation. I mean, they probably in the ten minutes that I was inside that store, they probably mm. took in close to a thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah, it's wow. a big fucking operation. Yeah. Well, in California, there were banks because I did pay for it on our shared uh, expense card. Did you use um, a debit card with yeah, a pin? That's yeah. It. So that's, yeah. So, so what they do is they actually like, they don't, it's not tricking, but it basically like the, the, it's treating it like an ATM. Yeah. And it's taking money cash out oh interesting yeah yeah so that is, is I, I don't know if there's like literally a an atm machine that like spits out physical cash when you do that but that's basically what what's happening yeah interesting and another, they don't they cannot process credit cards another thing that i noticed was um that all the fruit vendors had venmos yeah so that yeah. you could you know directly venmo them money for like pistachios or like avocados which by the way are awesome and <laughs> extremely cheap in uh, california yeah, yeah like yeah. extremely cheap like like 20 cents each and like Holy delicious shit. yeah wow. and yeah. um yeah so we had a lot of fruit by the side of the road that was like our primary snack as we went around nice uh, you and, guys are so healthy yeah and, and killer mexican like um, oh i miss i i lived in california when i was a kid for a few years and like the me- i miss the mexican food so much you cannot get good mexican food almost anywhere else in the country it's yeah. like florida and cuban food there's just and up here there's such a fucking dearth there's just yeah. like nowhere to get a decent fucking taco in this town <laughs> don't fucking write to me and tell me you like some taco place you're wrong you've lived in new york your whole life and you don't know what's good yeah there, there's a bunch of new taco places there's yeah a- i yeah well yeah i don't trust it best of luck to them <laughs> <laughs> um so we have a big episode today yeah and we're gonna do a spooky we're gonna do a little spooky we're gonna be recording on halloween but then you would be getting that episode the day after Halloween. And do you really want anything spooky the day after Halloween? No, no you don't. No, You're tired of it. No. So it's like alcohol it on New Year's Day. Right. It's like, no, keep that away from me. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> you gotta have a, maybe a mimo- yeah. hair of the dog. I mean, yeah. But no, I always do dry January, so no booze for me on New Year's Day. I'm actually yeah. on my dry month this month. You are. You're a dry yeah, boy. Just get dry it out boy. of the way. In, in anticipation in. of your of your B day. Yeah. You know, br- break the fast, the alcohol fast. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's, it's going to be fun. Um, so we're going to do a little bit of spooky. We're going to, and then we have some other topics too. What do we, do yeah. we want to get started with the India Walton Yeah, let's do that. Stuff? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about spooky corruption. <laughs> so when I think of India Walton... Who else comes to mind? Uh, oh, um, I know. David Duke. Yes. <laughs> this is one of the better self-owns in, in recent history. Um, this is really the, like, the, the Democrat, like, you know, here's, like, a really good thing and a really bad thing. I can't tell the difference. <laughs> like, like, it's... <laughs> these things are the same. Yeah. You know? So, uh, Jay Jacobs, who is the New York State Democratic Chairman. Wait, his name's Jay Jacobs? His name's Jay Jacobs. <laughs> it's like, every Democrat. It's like, a, it's like, a, it's like Democrat. a vet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he might as well just named him John, you know, just, like, just give him a John. John Johnson. I mean, yeah. Jay Jacobs. Yeah. Um, so he, in an interview on Monday with Spectrum News' Morgan McKay, so Jay Jacobs and Morgan, Morgan McKay had a very nice, normal fucking conversation. It's, just, it's, it's so uh, uh, Hunger Games. <laughs> <laughs> and so who's Jay Jacobs again? He's, a- he's the state, uh, he's the chairman of the New York State Democratic Party. Okay, got it. All right. So big establishment dem. Yes, yeah. big establishment dem. Um, and she was asking him about top party officials who were declining to endorse um india walton in the race for buff for mayor of buffalo and he he replied that it was not the responsibility of the party to just uh endorse every single person who wins a democratic primary and he says this is a quote let's take a scenario very different where david <laughs> Duke, different you remember him the grand wizard of the kkk I think about him every day <laughs> He moves to New York. He becomes a Democrat. He runs for mayor in the city of Rochester, which is a low primary turnout, and he wins the Democratic line. I have to endorse David Duke? I don't think so. <laughs> and I like, he, you know, so obviously the thing that's gotten the most attention is the fact that he compared India Walton, a uh, noted white supremacist, to David Duke. Yeah. But like, what I think people are sleeping on is the fact that he says he's basically saying that because Buffalo has a low primary turnout, that like her win of the Democratic Party line is somehow like not stolen like, or circumspect. Yeah. Cir- circumspect, yeah. yeah, like that it's not legitimate. I don't know. Like he's almost saying like, well, she doesn't truly represent the party or Buffalo or voters or whatever he's whatever point he's trying to make that she's like some kind of outlier. And he later, you know, kind of. Like she, he got a lot of <clears throat> very bad, very bad attention for this yeah. remark <laughs> for yeah. obvious reasons. And he later, like, kind of halfway apologized, but halfway doubled down by saying he was trying to make a point about extremism. In what way is India Walton an extremist? <laughs> I mean, because she extremely she's, wants universal health care. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. very extreme in her desire to represent the working class in a in government i mean I, if i was the interviewer i would have just immediately been like okay so your problem with david duke is that he's a white supremacist in the ku klux klan and um 
what's your problem with India Walton? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, what specifically? What specifically is she too extreme on? <clears throat> yeah, I and I I think that it is really funny, and that's a good point you bring up, Brittany, that everyone's sleeping on that fact because it's like, yeah, you know, like we um uh don't do anything to engage our voters at all in state in like regions that we feel are safe, so uh, we don't really run like primary elections for the most part because we're just like kind of happy coasting by and so like when someone like tries to uh you know run in a primary you're stealing yeah you're stealing basically yeah yeah yeah. if you you put in a concerted effort uh you have stolen the line like that's 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 ridiculous sorry (laughs) you're fucking with the established norms of our representational democracy and honestly that's pretty sus. It's pretty sus. Yeah. Pretty sus for you to primary. Very problematic. Yeah, anyone. A black ever. man, by the way. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, the fact that she's a black woman, you know. Yeah, yeah but yeah. she did primary a black man. Yeah, so, so pretty you know, racist. She's kind of racist. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but she handled it with such fucking grace. I mean, she is like, I look, you know, AOC, a transform, trans, transformative uh, purse, blah, blah, blah. Like, But I really do think that India Walton is like, she is dope in all the ways that AOC is kind of lame. And, I, don't, you know, I don't really, like, spend a lot of time hating on AOC. She's perfectly fine. I, I think she's great. Whatever. Keep her around. But India Walton is fucking based as fuck. Yeah. Um, I think there is also something about running for the mayor of a city instead of, like, being one of 400 yeah. or something. What I was yeah. going to say is the biggest difference is, like, she's going to be the mayor of a city. She's going to have a lot of direct power yeah. to, like, make decisions by herself to make things better. But India Walton is also older. Mm-hmm. I think she has a stronger history as, like, an actual member of the working class, mm-hmm. like a working person mm-hmm. who doesn't come from an academic background mm-hmm. the way that mm-hmm. AOC does. Like, and she unions. Just, and unions, yeah, she's yeah. she's been a union worker. Like she just has kind of more chops yeah. in terms of like you know the sort of grassroots element of it. Yeah. Um, I, I listened to she, an interview where she was talking about her like um, how she came to uh, describe herself as a socialist, and she was like, "Oh, I think it was like Occupy, and there was like a teach-in, and I like um, uh, heard about universal health care, and was like, oh yeah, we should absolutely have that.'" And then I was like, oh, I guess I'm a socialist. Yeah. Or something. It's just that It works, dude. (laughs) It fucking works. But she replied with a lot of, like, serious grace. And she was just like, you know what? He's apologized. I'm not. Because she called him out on Twitter for it. And she she had a really funny tweet that was like, love to wake up every day and not be David Duke. (laughs) Yeah. But she had a lot of grace and was just like, you know, he's apologized for it. And I'm moving on. I've got a campaign to win. Um and I thought that was pretty cool for for no fucking reason that she that, there's no reason why she should still have a campaign to to it. I mean, obviously it was the primary and like you know there's still a general election, but like really like she's have having to fight way harder than she she's having she should. she's having to fight the Democrats in the one context the Democrats fight anyone yeah it, with the actual purpose of trying to win yes well, and that's yeah. like stopping anything good happening to working people. But what she's actually fighting is Republicans who are doing every fucking thing that they can to make Byron Brown's write-in campaign successful. Yeah. Like, she... Um, well, it's a combination. It's a tag-team combination, right? right? right. Like because it's the Byr- establishment. Byron Brown is a Democrat, ostensibly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's establishment Dems, you know, refusing to endorse the winner of their primary, and it also GOP, in, in much the same like, way as, like, you know, the Troy Strong, you know, party. It, well, right? I think it's different, though. Like, the Troy Strong party is not, is that is, first of all, like, a throwaway. They're not actually putting any work behind it. They're not doing fucking anything yeah. to get people to vote on that line. But 
Byron Brown is literally being materially, financially, person-poweredly backed by Republicans and by the far right. Like, okay, so she has this tweet thread. Sorry for treating India uh, at India Walton BFLO on Twitter as if it's an actual source of anything, but it is in this case. Byron Brown launched a write-in campaign at the urging of 2010 GOP gubernatorial candidate Carl Palladino. Remember that guy? Oh, man. (laughs) I don't. Oh, God. He was... We should do a whole episode on Carl Palladino. He's a fucking nut job. Yeah, he's he's, he's got some, some zingers. His biggest funders are GOP real estate developers. Byron Brown, his his biggest funders are Mm -hmm. GOP real estate developers. His Buffalo Party petitions were carried and witnessed by GOP members, including uh, the uh, um, executive of the Erie County Republican Committee. He's being supported by Virginia-based GOP dark money group Good Government for New York. A third of his donations are from registered Erie County GOP and conservative party voters. Um, and the New York Republican State Committee is sending out mailers for him. He is literally being propelled as this write-in candidate by Republicans. Okay, okay. So it's it, as far as bringing it back to the hyper-local, it's more of like a Rodney Wilshire type move, like during the whole like, <laughs> yes, yeah, Tom Reale, yeah. Oh my you know, God, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah and yeah. how like they were trying to push Tom he's Rial out. Yeah, he's and, and then they like, you know, started funding it. And then now I'm seeing like Rodney Wilshire's name just like, a long placards right with well, he's like, running as a republican okay yeah now, right, yeah, now, he's, yeah, now, now he's, he's just a republican all right yeah. fair enough fair enough though i i did see while i was walking in district six today for marquita um there was a um a house that had a bunch of republicans like the uh irene for you know the city council and, and wilt rodney and also had a, a ken zaluski and a cheryl kennedy sign with them yeah uh, and 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 the grim Doran Nichols one, yeah, which was weird. so. I don't know. So if, if like, you don't live in Troy yeah. and you don't follow these like micro politics, the the long <laughs> and short You're of it is, out. yeah, yeah, you really are. You're you really, really missing are. out. Uh, the long and short of it is uh, incoherent. Yes, like in terms yes. of ideal or like. If you want to try to attribute yeah. ideological persuasions to these party lines, you're going to get real confused real fucking quick. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, like could very, it could very well be that people disagree within that household and they have, like, competing yard signs. I or love, they're rogue yard signs. Or they these are motherfuckers just, yeah. just show up and stick their yard signs in yeah. the ground wherever they oh, feel really? like it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that happened by yard sign politics. His fucking, <laughs> yeah. oh, it's Peter Grimm so plopped his fucking yard sign in front of, like, five Republican yard signs on our street. Yeah. And you know what? It was cool. Big ball move. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw one uh, where it was D. Colin Chesterton and Jim Gully, like, right next to each other on the same house. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which for uh, the the, the non Trojans, uh, those two people are running against each other for the same district, <laughs> a, a very small district. In, well, probably in Troy. you know. Hopefully, listeners don't aren't too sick of like. You know, I know we have a lot of like anarchist listeners or like really hardcore communist listeners who maybe aren't as invested in electoral politics. Um, I certainly have not been historically, although this year has been different because I have a friend who's running for city council mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. um you know i'm kind of invested in these races for the first time because there's a lot of problems in my city and yeah. i actually think that this is one instance in which electoral politics will meaningfully affect me and people i love but we will probably do after the election like maybe a kind of roundup and like talk about what happened and what it maybe means going forward and then after that no more electoral politics. Yeah, yeah. For like maybe a year. Like a year. I can make that deal. Yeah. Yeah. Um 
Yeah, the 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 thing that's it's not just you. Um, you know, Troy, um, the grassroots is uh, growing with more vigor than I've ever witnessed. Um, you know, in, in a lot it's of it's been different, explosive in our yeah. whole region, really. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so you know, uh, like who knows? Maybe maybe times are changing. Like Alex Flood is like a out socialist running for Rensselaer County Legislature. Rensselaer County is a Republican county. Yeah. And he's an out socialist running for county legislature. And, and, and doing pretty well. And doing pretty well for, yeah. you know, I mean, I, I I don't know that I'll win, but like he's, you know, doing a pretty good job. So it has been kind of remarkable. Like it has been different than I think past electoral cycles. So. Flood's doing well enough that the Republican Party ha- went and found old tweets of his. They're like nine years old. <laughs> And like, and we're like, do you want this guy to be your county legislator? Either nine years ago, yeah, he said fuck the police or something. And one, this man is so young that he was like thirteen. Yeah, he he was a kid. He was a kid. Yeah, and it's like one, like that's a base thirteen-year-old. But two, it's also like, like I just I love that Republicans can do nothing but just like find things that people said on twitter and we're like do you want this guy (laughs) that's that's so good Um, all right do you want to tell us about some spooky yeah let's get let's get some some spooky spooky shit in here it is tis the season yeah and we're recording at night which we never do yeah always record during the day Um, we had to make it extra spooky we got a little spooky yeah Yeah. and uh i had to paint my shed yeah, that's right. easier to do during the day. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, have you ever tried to paint something at night? It go, it's really hard. Yeah. No. So, um, I this originally was, um, we were we were originally a uh, little behind the scenes stuff. Going to go through this Times Union article that had a bunch of like like a list of spooky things in it. It had which like we'll put in the show notes. Yeah, which we'll put the show notes. Cruise, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it has stuff like like SUNY Albany is at the top there, and it's because like there's like one quad where students keep seeing like a lady in white with long brown hair or something why is it always but, a lady in white with long brown hair uh, probably, what makes us so creepy i don't understand yeah it's probably because it looks like a bed sheet i don't okay and like sometimes bed get, sheets are very scary yeah, yeah yeah terrifying well they get lost in the wind <laughs> they're easy to film uh they're cheap <laughs> so you know they make it into the yeah Okay, but but then like one or two down was the New York State Capitol building, and the the uh, the entry because it's like a listicle thing. The the entry was basically an ad for the state. It was like copy and pasted text from like the state's uh, like free ghost tour of the state capitol. There is a ghost tour of the state capitol. There is a ghost tour. Of Why the state have we capital. not been on this? Ghost I don't, tour? Uh, yeah, I know. We need to rectify this, that. Is this a state and funded? Uh, you know, yeah. like yeah. <laughs> all right, cool. yeah. We made fifteen bucks for this ad. <laughs> so um, use the offer code Ironweeds Pod at the state capitol to get ten percent off your free. Capital building ghost tour. <laughs> oh, so actually, Rensselaer County residents get ten percent off their taxes. Uh, thank, ah, thank uh, you. I believe yeah, in Steve. Iron, yeah. Yes. <laughs> no, that's us. You, you, that, uh, we, we, we made sure that all the other things got funded, but we also gave. No, no, I, can't, <laughs> I wish I, I could do that. Can't, can't win that one. Okay. Um, but uh, and so I, I started looking more into it because I thought it was very interesting, and uh, so the and but, but what's really adorable, and we'll we'll plop some. Uh, um, audio in here is that a lot of it comes from a uh, virtual tour that the um, the Office of General Services 
does Hell like yeah. the new york state office of general services has a guy that's just named stewart oh stewart he's like dressed in a, in a like an old-timey like little butler's uniform or something and he's like telling you about new york he's wearing a bowler cap yeah his, yeah yeah oh, it's, it's really cute. adorable hello i'm stewart your friendly tour guide with the new york state office of general services i am here with you today to begin the first of our three-part haunted tours virtual visit the fire of 1911. And, and it's all about uh, how the New York State Capitol is haunted. So uh, the New York State Capitol, built in, just for some general information, you know, uh, built between 1867 and 1899, right? It takes a long time to be built. Uh, New York oh, Ca- I thought it was older than that. That's interesting. Well, so here's why, right? It's unique as a being only one of 11 state capitals without a dome. What? Okay. Why don't we have a dome? Because we chose, or we, I don't know, the 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 the, the syphilitic Seven Dutchmen yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that run that ran uh, New York at the time, um, opted for uh, like neo um, or for for a uh, Romanesque like and Gothic style, whereas pretty much every government building is great, is yeah. in yeah is in a neo Greco Roman yeah style, which is where the dome would come from. It would be in that style. But uh, they, they, for some reason, chose this, like, Romanesque uh, with elements of, like, Gothic medieval building construction. Uh, so, uh, uh, and so, so here, here's where we start getting spooky, right? Uh, it incorporates what's called um, uh, Tuckahoe or Westchester marble. Uh, now, most of the federal buildings in uh, Washington, D.C. were reclad with this uh, Tuckahoe marble uh, after if they were burned down in the war of 1812 right so okay. like, when the british came by you know burnt uh, burnt everything yeah, to the ground and assholes, stuff. yeah yeah fucking yeah, like asshole. this marble yeah fucking fuck. fireproof fuck it yeah <laughs> if, if those, those red coats come back here they're gonna have such a hard time yeah this marble is really this hard is a beautiful to set on building fire. by the way i'm yeah. just looking it up holy cow and so um uh, so th- this this marble it was largely believed to be like the nicest marble you could you could get right it's it's really it's almost like pure white it's really pretty uh, it cuts really well it it was so popular that it was like shipped from Maine to South Carolina just like all like a lot of government buildings have this marble in it and uh, and it's in the New York Capitol as well uh, and but this marble industry was which is mainly coming out of this uh uh. This quarry in Westchester, which is why it's sometimes called Westchester Marble, right? Um, right, uh, uh, just north of the Bronx, and um, it's so vital to the New York State economy at that time that they're like, we need to like lock this thing down and like really figure out how to make I've this. Got this thing, yeah, and it's fucking golden. golden. Yeah, well, it's white. It's really pure white. Right, marble. yeah, pure white. <laughs> yeah, it goes well with gold though. Uh, and so they're like, how do we like lock? So we have obviously like the land isn't going anywhere. Like you know, you, they're like the the marble that's like in the ground like we got that unless like we lose territory in new york yeah, state that's really, probably not gonna happen unless like the brits come back and right. burn down our second <laughs> <Yeah>. marble <clad laughs> structures oh no they're coming for the source of the marble now right but but the, the the real issue would be labor so what they did is they built sing sing prison oh god of course of course yeah. Wait, so, so Sing Sing Prison is is a work marble camp. or no? It's you no, know, it's a work camp. It's a work oh, camp. I see. You I see. You imprison so, people and yeah. then force them to yeah. So, so they're all stone quarry cutters. your marble. So it was uh, Sing Sing was built in 1825, right? And um, and it was at the time only like the fifth prison in New York. Like we didn't have many, mm-hmm. which is nice, right? Um, but this one, well, it me- we had all the 
yeah. the slaves. Though. Yeah, there was also, of course, all the yeah. slaves. Yeah, but uh, the the idea was that like this was a really really innovative. Uh, like just people from other states like came and toured Sing Sing because wow, it pays for itself. I do love a state program that pays for itself. Yeah. So like you want you want to take a you know you talk things about about neoliberalism, right? You think you took your first uh, class in grad school, now everything's neoliberal. Push that date way 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 back. <laughs> Shit's been neoliberal for a, for a minute, you know. Always already neoliberal. Yeah. Yeah. So um. So they, they they would cut marble. They would do a bunch of stuff. Like they they had a a, a it was like an entire work camp. So if this, right? should, but I I don't quite understand. I mean, like there were a lot of people here, right? It yeah. wasn't like a sparsely populated situation, right? The shit's white gold. Yeah. Why did they need to build Sing Sing? Because it's a enti- in, intensely labor intensive process to mine the marble. It's yeah. it's dangerous. Yeah. It's like. It's a re- it's fucking nasty work, Corey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and because it's unlike coal, which is like you know all over multiple states, right? You can maybe move people around, or like someone that worked in like Alabama might uh, have the same transportable skills in West Virginia, so you could like you know bring in strike breakers from one part of the country to work the other one but with marble right there's only a handful of places to get it and so like we we might as well turn this into prison labor to make it super super cheap um in fact sing sing the the word sing sing is derived from um a wappinger is a native american tribe uh word uh called sink sink which translates to stone upon stone okay okay yeah yeah so uh um and this so is this where we get like the trope of like prison labor like breaking, breaking rocks, rocks and stuff? a little uh, i'm was no, that like no, a common because, thread throughout the america yeah yeah because there was, it was also just like make work like just bullshit like dangerous okay, things yeah, yeah, to yeah. do but um uh, but sing sing was also where uh new york state carried out their executions uh up and uh, straight through till 2004 when we outlawed it, it was Sing Sing was where you got executed if you were executed in New York State. Okay. Uh, some famous uh, Sing Sing uh, residents, uh, Julius and Ethel Rosenberg, were executed in Sing Sing. No shit. Wow. Yeah. Uh, these were the first American civilians to be executed for conspiracy to commit espionage. Uh, and they were the first to suffer um, a uh, the death penalty for that crime in peacetime. Uh, Jean-Paul Sartre would uh, describe that trial as, quote, a legal lynching which smears with blood a whole nation. By killing the Rosenbergs, you have quite simply tried to halt the progress of science by human sacrifice, magic, witch hunts, autos de fee, sacrifices. We are here getting to the point. Your country is sick with fear. You are afraid of the shadow of your own bomb. Damn. Damn, Sartre. Yeah, no lies detected. I have to say, though, when you said Jean-Paul Sartre, I thought you were about to say was also executed at Sing Sing. In which case, I was going to say, what? (laughs) what? I don't... I I must have really missed that in social theory. Yeah. It's a good quote, though. Yeah. So, um, another one was uh, Mary Jones, a 19th century black trans woman who uh she would um she was a uh, a sex worker that would we steal we didn't even have trans people until like <laughs> 10 years ago <laughs> wrong 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 uh, she would she would steal uh wallets of uh, her clients um cool. yeah 
and uh and but and she wouldn't get caught because everyone was too ashamed to say that they ever su- they were sought her it. services oh that fucking rule so she man. was just like what who are you gonna go to yeah. yeah uh but eventually someone uh nutted up and 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 did i guess i don't i don't know who to root for in that uh, well <laughs> queen I, stay winning yeah you know, it's, it's, it's all extremely problematic right but um <laughs> but she she mary jones made national headlines uh by going to court as a woman yeah yeah and that that uh that really uh fucked with people's heads um and then uh this last one here was my uh uh, one of my faves uh james larkin or big jim he's an irish republican socialist and trade union leader uh he was one of the founders of the irish labor party along with uh uh james Connolly. yeah with uh, troy our our favorite uh son of troy james Connolly, and william o'brien Later founded the Irish Worker League, uh, which was a communist organization, the Irish Transport and General Workers Union, right? So he's just like a huge union guy, communist between Ireland and the United States. And, and for obvious reasons, he had to be locked up. Yes. Right. So, um, so, the, so already you have all this like dark energy coming in on the, on the stone, which if you ever watch Ghost Hunters or Ghost Adventures, right, you know that stone like is good to like absorb it, yeah, energy yeah exactly it's a medium right. yeah. for the spirits right yeah so, so, you, so you got all that shit in you there. got blood marble yeah going up on all these state capitals right uh, yeah that's the other the, thing is throughout it, the country yeah it is all every pretty much it is actually pretty safe to say that almost every state capitol building has something from sing sing in it wow man okay so so here's all the things, and and so now when you're building the building itself, the New York State Capitol building, you are all, oh I should say um, the all those work programs um, were stopped in the 19th century because labor unions pressured them to. Interesting. We don't. Of course, we have work uh, camps today. Yeah. In in uh, in prisons, largely because unions. Uh, have been de-radicalized and they turn their back on their fellow workers, including in prison. Also been weakened. And they've been with for that yeah. very reason. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 But, it, right. yeah. yeah. But you, you Blaming the unions for, for their, their lack of, uh, of viability right now is, uh, yeah, but right. Like, I, but there, it's like well, most of the time you like, that, that's not like even on their program. Right. But the, like the point though, unions is that, f- fell prey to divisiveness the same way that, you know, so many other organizations right. do like, yeah, but it, it but it is like, depressing that i i think like like a lot of unions do not have like front and center the fact that like there's an obvious depression like depressive force on their uh labor and the price of their labor by prison labor because yeah so you don't have to like have a bleeding heart for the prisoner or like even to to like not want prison labor because it pushes down wages because if you if you can get a prisoner to do it for like five cents then like why would you why would anyone get paid a decent wage to do that same job right good point so that that's that's i think that i mean that's a big reason why labor unions fought to stop prison labor um okay right so yeah all that in the in the the actual uh 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 stone itself right and then you have uh irish immigrants coming into the the region to cut it to size and carve it and actually put it into the building. And so, and because they, they aren't doing this neoclassical version that um, is, is like, it's ornate, you know, it's got like the, the cornices and, you know, like neo, neo uh, um, Greco Roman stuff is ornate, but not like Romanesque and Gothic stuff. Right. No, I mean, this is like, if you've never seen a a picture of the New York state Capitol building, like it is, 
it, it was intense. Yeah, it, it, it looks it, medieval, yeah. right? It's it does, got like all yeah. these like little like crevices where there's just like all, a ton of different uh, carvings and statuary in it, and and the the directions were basically we want fill this with a bunch of cool shit that looks old. Is basically the, <laughs> right. the, the the only instruction. All of these like really That's the skilled... instruction I took when uh, yeah. decorating our, our living room. Yeah, right. Was yeah. fill it with a bunch of shit that it looks, looks old. old and cool. Yeah, and so like um, he, so all of these Irish immigrants are like, okay, so I'm gonna put a bunch of pagan shit in it because that's nice what i know to carve and so yeah, yeah. there's um there's a ton of uh pagan like statuary that's and, very cool and, and stuff yeah and so like one of them uh, is uh the green man uh which is uh it's, it's charlie it's, day <laughs> <laughs> yeah right yeah no it's um it's a it's a common pagan symbol of rebirth it's a it's actually a really common architectural element all all over europe and um uh, the Levant and and uh, and uh, the Middle East, like you can find a like a green man kind of statue in like second century uh, Iraq, like buildings in second from se- second century Iraq. It's basically just like a face with leaves, either made out of leaves or surrounded by leaves. They're and very, it, he's very creepy. Yeah, and it's really creepy looking. Yeah, and the and the one in the New York State Capitol is like it's like a a leaf with a face, but that's it's more scary than that sounds huh. <laughs> yeah it, it looks really cool all i can think of is like my brother's um cartoon characters of weed nuggets <laughs> that have like <laughs> you know like faces and stuff yeah but the uh the one oh, of the yeah, really is really creepy one of the really one of my favorite things though in it carved into the new york state capitol is a tiny demon it's a it's really tiny it's like the size of like a like a dollar coin like it's like Okay, that's okay. like a silver that's dollar, tiny, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and the the story is that a stone carver was pissed off at his boss. You see a theme here, right? <laughs> Relatable, right? yeah. Yeah, so the stone carver was really mad at his boss and cursed the building. <laughs> the entire fucking building. By, by putting this... With a tiny demon? With a tiny demon. <laughs> oh, I love that. And so this tiny demon is... Um, uh, said to be responsible for the fire that destroyed most of the state capital in 1911. And this one you can't even blame on the Brits. Yeah, right. No, Workers, th- no. what's stopping you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling, you know, oh, I can't strike because I might, you know, yeah. lose my job or, oh, we can't unionize because we don't have the numbers. Okay. I, ca- I understand. I see you. I hear you. Have you considered carving a tiny demon into your workplace? Into your workplace? <laughs> Think about it. Might burn to the ground. Uh, so, so, um, the, no, to this day, the fire is unexplained. Uh, some people it sounds like you found the explanation. Yeah, right. Right. Well, yeah, there. Did it yeah. burn down? No, um, it was in March of 1911. Okay, so some people think it might be faulty electri- uh, electrical wiring because all wa- electrical wiring in 1911 was faulty. And you know, it was, it was like you know, kind of experimental at the time. Um, yeah. it, it there was uh, one death in the fire. Well, that's because not it, too bad. It happened at night. Who died? Uh, the night watchman. Oh, well, uh, that sucks. His name was Samuel Abbott. He was a, um, a, a a Civil War veteran, and he uh, died of apparent smoke inhalation because he his body was not burnt, and he was really close to the exit. Oh, that uh, sucks. Uh, um, and people still hear his keys rattling. Ooh, and uh, that's very spooky. And uh, he was also that that night watchman was also thought uh, uh, had told people that. Uh, 
if you find that little demon statue on your own, you are evil. <gasps> I have got to go to the Capitol and find out. Yeah. If so, you're evil or not. Does it, yeah. it doesn't t- tell you where it is. No. No, there, there's nothing that tells you where it is. All right. So, but if you find it on your own, it means you're evil. All right. Brittany's going to report back whether or not she's evil. And I have got, I have got to find out. Yeah. I mean, David, you're better at finding things generally than I am. So maybe. That's a good point. Maybe so we maybe. need to find out if you're evil. Yeah. yeah being, yeah. being really observant is an evil trait. It, right? Very nefarious. Yeah. 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 So now a, a lot of this does revolve around the 1911 fire. Like a lot of the, um, the, the spookiness before and after you know, revolves around this fire. Another one. This is, this is a really cool story. Arthur C. Parker. He's a, he's a descendant of a Seneca nation for, for real. He's not like a, like a, uh, He's not Elizabeth, Elizabeth Warren. Warren yeah. No, yeah, no, no, okay. no. Uh, he was a, he was a prominent anthropologist and archaeologist. He tr- he was the one that translated the Iroquois Constitution to English. Yeah, and several other really Thought important documents. That name, yeah. Uh, he, he the New York State Museum has his research and collections on display, and he founded the Society of the American Indians. So he's like very prominent. He was he was uh, half Seneca, half uh, Scotch Irish, mm. and uh, um. Uh, or no, yeah, and so he, um, so he was very, very well respected uh, at the time, right? He, um, that he was, he was working, and uh, when the when he heard news of the fire, he ran into the building. What to retrieve Iroquois artifacts? Baller. Oh wow! Yeah, um, and he and, and he writes later. This is from his letter. Quote. Many strange incidents happened, and I will mention but one. The wooden things burned, and even the cases about them. Not a single object sacred to the Iroquois religion was spoiled by the fire. Even the hair of the wonderful medicine masks was unsinged. Wow. So he wow. saved, so so all of it was saved. All of it was saved. So this guy there, ran there in, were saved it all. Yeah. And didn't have smoke inhalation. No. But the night watchman, who was probably like the Johnny on the spot as yeah. it relates like uh, how to get out of the yeah. building. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's the, wild. The, the the New York State Library was in here at the time. Five hundred thousand books and like six hundred thousand documents destroyed. This stuff, fine. Damn. Well wow. Maybe maybe it was the books uh that started the fire. I, it was definitely an accelerant. Yeah. <laughs> A bunch of books on wooden shelves. Yeah. 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 Um, that's very cool right isn't that really cool like a boon to, i mean okay like yeah. the fire is a tragedy yeah. but you know like it's a boon to history that all of this iroquois documentation was saved yeah and very spooky yeah it's extremely spooky. spooky all right can we get some uh some key sound effects yeah i can try yeah all right yeah yeah if they just sort of sprinkle over the rest of the i story, mean i can jangle my own keys in front right. of my microphone yeah. i'll make my own I, I won't even have to search freesound.org right. yeah, for that yeah. one yeah <laughs> I feel like it needs to be spookier than that. Yeah, yeah. It's got to be like slower. Like, yeah. is it the wind or is it I don't, the night watchman? I don't, those, I feel like your modern yeah. keys don't really do right. the sound justice. Yeah, it's it just, just kind of sounds like, and... yeah, it sounds like I'm trying to like entertain a toddler. <laughs> That's all it sounds like. The night watchman dieth. <laughs> So uh, to keep on, I, I love this theme because it's like everything that happens to the New York State Capitol because it's like poor and oppressed people getting one over on basically New York State. 
<laughs> or like uh um, oh, yeah. and that's then, a big ghost theme yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that's i ghosts are a very liberatory paradigm right in yeah modern mm. society like they're always fucking over the man yeah very proletarian <laughs> and th- this one uh is a little bit different in that um it, it's like a patrician uh uh um artist gets disappointed and kills himself okay Aww, so sorry uh, what's a patrician uh, yeah you're just like very very posh all right so um okay. so william morris hunt is a, a gilded age, like a gilded age artist from a very uh powerful political family from vermont so like a trust fund baby yeah 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 so he's he trained in paris uh with uh, uh jean-francois millet yeah is a, yeah uh, yeah is a you know the, the, with the you know the realist tradition his brother richard morris hunt might be better known he's a, a famous architect who designed who designed the biltmore estate in north carolina the great hall at the met where all the fucking met gala bullshit mm, very um, and oh the my. and the pedestal of the statue of liberty oh damn right so his brother very very prominent guy huh uh uh, so that, but that, so that, but that's uh, um, his his brother, um, uh, uh, Richard William is a fail, son, a fail brother. <laughs> no, no, he's a painter. He's a very okay. a, a very experienced. Well, uh, I think I actually saw some of his art in a museum. You might have, but it's hard to find because most of his stuff got burned. <laughs> oh no! Um, in the Great Boston Fire. Oh jeez! So his um, he was Boston's like leading portrait artist like if you were in the in the if you're a rich person in boston yeah. this guy painted your ugly mug yeah yeah w- what what a uh, time period this is uh um uh early uh, like uh, uh let's see what was it um boston fire was 1872 so it was like 1860 okay okay like yeah um so uh uh so 1872 Right, both his own personal collection and then like stuff that he painted in other places, right, get burnt down in the fire. Right, right. So a few years later, he's like, "I'm going to go to Albany, and I'm going to uh, uh, paint some uh, uh, murals on okay. on this uh, uh, in this giant building. Surely nothing will happen to that." Oh no! Uh, but here's the thing: is like those like his paintings don't even get to be burned in the fire of 1911. They don't even last that long because there was a, uh, uh, something failed in the, um, uh, the, like the backing of the, uh, the stone panels and it, they all just disintegrated. What? Like, his, mur- his murals just disintegrated in like, a, like in like a year or so. What, and they, they just were fall on apart. The, were they on the marble? No, no, they were on a, um, some stone slabs that were meant to be painted as murals in the okay. assembly chamber. So they, how like, did they disintegrate? They were just I, I, I mortared in. I yeah, imagine yeah, like yeah, some moisture just, got in there man, or something. That sucks. Yeah. Did ghosts do it? Maybe, but after that happened, he killed himself. Oh, so, Jesus Christ! <laughs> so I mean, pu- I don't blame. Like, yeah, that's a right? lot of loss. That yeah. is like yeah, really very devastating. And they don't even have like hard drive backups. No, back then. No, no, no. You can't like, make this into an NFT. You can't just relaunch your old Tumblr account <laughs> right. and like recover all your fan art that you did. No, no, it's gone. <sighs> so some some people believe that he's haunting uh, the state capitol because he's like you know I did all this work and <laughs> yeah. fell apart. Last one. 
Last one. Hey, well, 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 oh, sorry. What What are the accounts of the haunting? Like, what? Uh, you know, it's just like you see an old guy walking around or He's whatever. Like, oh, my mural. <laughs> oh, I was a good painter. <laughs> my mural. <laughs> I was just as good as my brother. You just like there's a you know all all the state senators have like a little Statue of Liberty on their desk and it gets like knocked over. <laughs> <laughs> okay so last one is uh um so lincoln yeah the president okay yeah. right i think i've heard of him yeah so he gets murked right fucking like yeah, air, yeah. Air, yes. head aerated uh, absolutely john wilkes booth right? yeah absolutely completely dead yeah right so he has a funeral and they put his, his dead body on a train uh, to cart it around for everyone to be sad at everyone to look at yeah yeah, yeah. right yeah it was an open casket I know. Yeah. yeah. It's that's was it a headshot? Gruesome. Oh yeah. People were all fucked up about death back yeah, then. Yeah. Like we're all fucked up about death in very different ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we, we hide kind that of shit. had an overcorrection, yeah, I would yeah, say, yeah, yeah, from yeah. like the more sort of gothic, yeah, like yeah, yeah. doom and gloom times of yeah. the eighteen eighteen mid eighteen hundreds, but yeah. So um so he, so right, so his um body lays at state in the in New York State Capitol building, right? Uh people, you know, like look at his blown out head and stuff and um and then they they um put the uh everything back on a a special purpose-built train for the this thing right so, so they built the train when and when he died for the purpose uh or was it just this is like the, the funerary train yeah yeah so they have like a train that like has like a they, they put a portrait on like the very front of it of him and it's like got all the black bunting and that stuff that would be and, so cool to see holy yeah. shit man that must have been like wow very interesting it's gothic I, as shit yeah wow. it's, it's really cool wow i well uh, i know he was that a they, sad boy they, yeah they, they they took uh, John Brown's uh, body through um, this, re- like this region, yeah, uh, via train, mm-hmm. right. and actually, like the Troy abolitionists kicked off all of the would soon become Confederate soldiers that had uh, brought his body up so that they could deliver it to his, you know, final resting yeah. place. Yeah. Um, and so maybe that was a similar kind of thing. Maybe right. there was a big blazing John Brown right on the front of it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, so that the train car that kept Lincoln's uh, body in it um, uh, burned, like not with his body in it, right? But like at some point there was like some mishap, and the the whole train car just like while ab- his like coffin was not in it, in, in yeah. some yes. hallway being looked at by yeah. weirdos, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, just just engulfed in flames. Five days later, March nineteen eleven, the Capitol burns down. Wow. wow just a couple days later wow yeah. hey, okay hang on a second what's the timeline there lincoln's car burns down and then five days later the the capital burns down where, the where, car where was housed his car in new york because lincoln no died no they're, in... they're they're gone they're in separate places interesting where okay. was the car somewhere else but isn't that mysterious that they burned down together? I just don't understand. Together? Okay, no, I just the timeline confused me because yeah. I didn't understand how on this trip, which would have been in 1865, yeah, no, is oh, okay, the same yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm sorry. The, it, it, like the 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 train car eventually is like you know displayed somewhere. Oh, that was like this is okay. Lincoln's funerary car. Should I just keep all this weird shit in? Yeah, yeah, of sure. me being confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. No, right, because cool. I, I explained that confusingly. Yeah, yeah. No, late, much later, right? You know, the, the car just burns 
and 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 That's then a weird. couple days later the yeah that is very um, weird and uh and uh, uh uh train workers in and around albany frequently uh reported like uh ghost trains that look like lincoln's train coming into albany oh yeah that's very spooky yeah so that's yeah. uh that's my new my haunted new york capital report very good well, nice you. research david thank you so much that that was uh extremely fitting for the season yeah, yeah. and we'll post links to the um to the little virtual tour and apparently it's free yeah i am gonna go on this fucking tour yeah i, th- I think it's only in october so we gotta hurry up. we should go next week then yeah yeah that would be so much fun yeah. i'd love that yeah, i'm gonna see know. if i can find that little yeah. demon yeah see if you're evil. david showed the 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 episode art is going to be a picture of this demon it is very creepy it's a creepy looking <laughs> it, demon it kind of looks like it's coming out of a vag well it looks a little bit like it's being born weren't weren't we all at one point oh shit oh shit i like that little guy right yeah, look at that yeah yeah, he's fucking, he's really creepy. I don't like looking at it very much, actually. <laughs> Do you guys ever watch the uh, cartoon show Gargoyles? Uh, uh, I vaguely remember it. Yeah. I don't think it was ever, like, one of my... Go-tos. One of my go-tos, yeah. It looks like a gargoyle. Fun fact, right? Um, if, in, in terms of architecture, if it isn't diverting water away from the structure, it is not a gargoyle. Yeah, correct. Right. Yeah. It is grotesque. Ooh, that's what it's called? Yeah. A, sco- a better a word. A sculpture of a uh, would-be gargoyle that yeah. isn't functional? Yeah. That's a superior word. And they're called a grotesque. Yeah. Well, okay. I learned a lot about uh, architecture. Yeah. Um, upstate New York uh, lore and uh, ha- had quite a few spooks. I think I even got some goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. Right. I had a little goosebumpy. So I'm tempted to call this like two wildflowers, but we'll just cover this as a general news story. Um, Tesla is being forced to pay $137 million to an ex-worker over a hostile work environment. Um, that is a extremely hostile work environment. Wow, it is. $137 million? Yes. Of hostility? $130 <laughs> million in punitive damages and $6.9 nice, million for emotional distress. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. That's a lot. So usually, so Tesla forces most of its employees to sign, um, forced arbitration, clauses. forced arbitration, yeah. mandatory arbitration agreements, which means if you have some problem with the company, it has to be handled in house. You can't yeah. go to the courts. Once again, because it, it's all about protecting the stock price. Yeah. Like the stock price is their gateway to actually the only having a value that they have. Yeah. And it was the thing that they needed to be too big to fail before they could actually make cars that wouldn't fail. (laughs) (laughs) And they're still working on that. So, um, but this guy, this employee whose name is Owen Diaz, um, he had not signed one of these. And I think it's because he was actually a contractor. Um, Nice. Yeah. Right. Finally, that works in favor of somebody. Um, So, he 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 was uh he charged that in 2015 when he worked there he was facing a hostile work environment um in which colleagues used epithets to denigrate him and other black workers told him to quote go back to africa and left racist graffiti in the restrooms and a racist drawing in his workspace what yeah man that's like the troy police department yeah <laughs> and th- this was on a factory floor um 
So I don't know what he did, actually. I don't know, like, what his role there was. Like, god damn. Yeah, that's some old school, like, South Africa apartheid racism. I mean, so I when I worked at the, uh, a bar that's now closed, um, we had a, a serious problem with, like, hyper-racist graffiti in the bathroom. And we had, like, a very mixed clientele. We had, like, a lot of, like, biker bar people mm-hmm. come in during the day. And then at night, we, like, had a huge, like, black clientele yeah. that came in to drink. I bet you anything it was the duty of 86. Ooh. Uh... This happened after I had 86, Tim, so it's oh, possible, fuck. but maybe not. Lost that bet. Good thing, I mean, it, could, good thing it was but anything. It was, but it was all his buddies. Like, you know, they were all yeah. the same fucking uh, ilk. And yeah, they, like, I remember one night they carved a swastika into the actual, like, wall of the urinal. And if it's markers or something, like, you know, you I would sometimes, like, off, put, yeah. I would clean it off or I would put duct tape over it if yeah. I didn't have time to, like, actually get in there and scrub it off. But this, like, there was nothing I could do to hide it. Um, and, yeah, it's it's really bad. Like, racist graffiti is actually a huge fucking problem when you work in, at least in my experience, working in the retail and service industry. Yeah, Patriot Front stickers. Race graffiti. Yeah. 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 And the the last one, last Patriot Front sticker I saw was outside of that bar. Yep. Yeah. Right next to a DSA sticker. Yep. So this guy got fucking paid. Um, (laughs) That's incredible. I've never heard of a settlement that large. It's a huge settlement. And the jury actually gave him more than the prosecution was even asking for. They can do that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) That is so cool. (laughs) Yeah. No. Like how much more? I don't know. This doesn't yeah. say specifically. It just says the the jury awarded more than attorneys asked for their client, including $130 million in punitive damages and $6.9 million for emotional distress. So, so yeah, so I don't know like, how much cool. more. But it's very cool. I mean... I mean, it sucks that he had... This is why it is disqualified for being a wildflower in the sense that, like, this guy had to go through, I imagine, some An incredibly pretty, traumatic experience. <laughs> yeah. traumatic yeah, uh, work experience. Uh, I mean, God, can you imagine, like, going into work and finding, like, horrifically racist shit just, like, at your desk that someone left there? That's horrible. Yeah. Obviously, none of us can imagine that. Um, These were all white. We are all white. And uh, nobody, surprise, surprise, nobody's ever been structurally racist at me. But that is really, (laughs) really awful and very fucking cool that you got $137 million for it. Yeah. I hope he doesn't buy a Tesla with that one. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a lot of it's going yeah, to could, lawyers too. He, he could oh, buy yeah, a lot yeah. of Teslas. Yeah, um, you could buy. Yeah. A, yeah, you could buy a couple. That's for sure. Or you, Hell, buy, you could probably launch one into space for thirty-seven million dollars. All right, are you guys ready for a wildflower? Yeah. Oh hell yeah! My favorite thing about this wildflower is actually the HTML. So this is a WNYT story. Yeah, just read out the URL. Okay, wnyt.com slash news slash marijuana dash weed dash pot dash being dash high dash at dash work. I love being marijuana pot high at work. (laughs) Marijuana weed pot being high at work. (laughs) I love doing that. Oh, God. But this is a very fun story. So, um... According to new guidelines released by the Department of Labor, New Yorkers can be high on marijuana when they go to work. It's no longer something you can be fired for. However, you can't be too high. (laughs) 
That's true. I can never Which, be thank too God, high. You guys can never fire me from this podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's my constitutional rights as a New Yorker. Yeah. You so, sue our asses. I will. I'll sue the yeah. shit out of you, too. So uh, this lawyer, Leslie Silva, um, says that basically uh, you can get high when you're at home. Does not mean that you can bring pot into the workplace. Yeah. Um, but you can't be discriminated for what you do on your own time. Hell and yeah. so employers can prohibit Good. the use of marijuana during work hours, and they can put policies and procedures in place to prohibit the possession of marijuana within their building, but they cannot fire you simply for being high, as long as you are not visibly impaired on the job. All right. So if you're doing your job, but you might smell like you had a really nice weekend... If you smell like weed, if your eyes are red, these are not things that you can be fired for. Yeah, unless you you're would, like a model and having like clear eyes is like part of the requirement yeah, for your job. Right. Like if you're yeah. an if eye, you're an eye model. model. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so according to the new guidelines, an employer would have to see an employee showing, quote, articulable symptoms of cannabis impairment that decrease or lessen the employee's performance. So it's very specific, right? Yeah, yeah. And this is actually like I think kind of a good thing. Well, that's the reason I thought it should be a wildflower. Yeah, I think yeah. this is a really good thing because like, you know, uh for a lot of people cannabis is a medicine mm -hmm. that helps them go through their day-to-day -day lives and there are many jobs in which being on THC would be like a you know not a good thing like if you're operating yeah. heavy machinery i would say it's probably not a good idea yeah for or you. if you're designing heavy machinery as as i sometimes do yeah you know? but there are plenty of jobs where it doesn't fucking matter yeah you're, if like, you're, you're ringing people up at target you do not need to be sober for that shit in fact you should not it should be a human rights violation to force <laughs> you to be sober for that shit yeah if you're making sandwiches you could probably do that high you can do that high if you were um, just, you just can't like start eating the sandwich as you make it <laughs> right because like, you could definitely be so high that like you're making you're being a sandwich artist right you're you got like all the different ingredients you put it together and then it, before you don't wrap it up you just start eating it in front of your customer they're like i you think that's mine that and, and you're like shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just made a really good sandwich you should have one of these and you're just like eating it and like i i want that i yeah. made, i ordered that but, yeah but then you're eating it one of my buddies in high school um, was working at Papa Gino's and he like stopped the manager from like firing somebody for working high. And uh, he did so by basically being like, look how much attention that person's putting into cutting that pepper. <laughs> <laughs> like this person is so high on their a game <laughs> like, they are in it more than i've ever been in it working at this establishment oh but maybe the best part of this and it's kind of like slept on it's the very last sentence in the article um employers are also barred from having marijuana be part of a pre-employment drug screen yeah this happened while i was out of california that this like um the the it, language in the law got finalized but basically this debate Bait came to like a close where yeah. like you cannot be you can't test people for weed yeah as, the, an, as a condition of employment the only asterisk there is if it's a federal uh contract job like if you are the federal government exactly because it. yeah. it's still yeah. federally uh but if you are not if you're working at a company i think that isn't doing federal contracts 
then you can't be discriminated against for marijuana use. Yeah. Which is say like which if, is if so you piss fucking... dirty for pot, you still get the job. Get on it, Chuck Schumer. <laughs> and legalize it federally. Legalize it. We, he's it's been very... on that tip. I know. So. That's yeah, why I know. That's, yeah, that's Andy why, endorsed that's... India Walton. He might fuck around and get me to kind of like him. I'm just saying, and I don't want to have to do that. I mean, he's yeah. been a dirtbag his entire life. Yeah. He's just yeah. like, has bad politics. And now he's, yeah. now he's realizing that being a dirtbag can be politicizing in a whole new kind of way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that is like really fucking important because there are, I've personally known lots of working class people who were not willing to give up weed for a decent paying job because mm. it's like one of the few pleasures in life, you know, yeah, I mean, like, that they can afford that yeah. they can afford that. Like, yeah. and it is again, like it's medicinal. It's incredibly medicinal. Even if you use it recreationally, it's medicinal. Yeah. Um, I, I know a lot of people that have uh, chronic pain that they deal with it and they've sta- uh, so far stayed off of the whole opioid like spiral. Yeah. Um, and I know people who have, uh, you know, anxiety that, you know, like for, for me, <laughs> it doesn't tend to help my anxiety, but um, I know that it does uh, with specific strains, I'm sure, uh, for well, a lot of people. If, like there are people who have other substance abuse problems that are tampered a lot by, you know, obviously like it's a double, you know, you know, versus whatever. Yeah. It's not great to re- replace one mode of substance abuse with another. But like there are a lot of reasons that people smoke smoke weed and mm to cut them out of whole industries simply for, you know, taking a, a essentially harmless substances, really um, regressive. It's very anti-working class. It's very anti-proletarian. So to see that not be part of New York law or to, to see it, to see it prohibited under New York law is really promising. Yeah. Um, well, so we're, so we're going to take the really uh, difficult, uh, unpopular stance and say weed is good. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, like, I, you might, uh, you might all come for us later. You might cancel us. And we're like, oh, David, Brittany, and Chris said that weed is good. And I'm like, stand by it. that's not cool, man. And like, but people, people go deal fuck on yourself. that shit. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, I, I, no, I don't, we no, don't care, we wrong. don't care. People You're wrong. do not OD on that shit. No, um, I mean, I've definitely taken way too much weed. Yeah. That happens. And but. it was very scary, <laughs> but I was fine. <laughs> Mostly. Uh, I, I, you, you sent a link uh, to me the other day, David, of uh, th- th- this dude. Uh, smoking custom Grow weed. 420. Yeah, Custom Grow 420, smoking weed for five minutes straight. That, that prob- guy might smoke too much weed. He, he probably took like. Seems like he smokes too much weed. 60 or 70 rips, like back to back. And then he just, you know, it goes absolutely not dangerous <laughs> <laughs> custom grow 420 is something that david uh got really into like maybe two years ago yeah we watched like every one of, of his fucking videos all <laughs> yeah, of yeah. them and so then he a, sort of he like low-key fell yeah. off and then like we found out that his house burned down so like yeah. the other night Aww. we spent all this time like catching up on custom grow 420 guy yeah, yeah. and he's just such a delight yeah he's exuberant he's very exuberant yeah the, the custom grow 420 guy uh doing the walkthrough of his burned out house has got to be one of the most like discordant like it, it really it feels like 2021 in that video like so hard oh where my like god yeah where like the beginning of it is his like usual like very sign happy, on happy yeah lucky sign on he's like, like yeah. you don't want to like 
blow out this microphone doing it because he screams it at the camera yeah, yeah, yeah. where he's like what's up youtube youtube <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's your boy, it's your boy. <laughs> yeah. if you th- th- this video is for cannabis patients and adults <laughs> like, <it's just laughs> smash like that. that bell yeah yeah and so he does that and then he's like so my house burned down <laughs> Oh, and then no. he takes you on a walking yeah. tour of his house that burned like down and up. show like all of his old stuff that got destroyed. Like it's really fucking tragic. Yeah, yeah. It's really tragic. Oh, and and, and then he's like, so, you know, like time to grind it out. We're gonna, you know, we got this new video up. We're gonna do this. And like, so if you enjoyed this, like and subscribe for more. <laughs> and like, you just showed me like everything you own, yeah. like melted together in a single like object. And now you're and, and like you're monetizing that in a way that's like upbeat that you can't possibly be feeling right now and i think it'd be even stop. worse if YouTube you grind never stop right but, and then but it's now like i would breeding, feel even but now worse he's breeding rat terrier puppies yeah. and they're very cute so i mean mm. you know yeah it's very adorable it's very adorable and he can do that well he does in idaho but if he bred them in new york and it was his job can't be fired for it for smoking <laughs> weed <laughs> And that's what matters. I'm pretty sure that guy is never going to work a job ever again that he could potentially be fired No, he was working a factory job. And they... uh, He was a forklift operator. He he wasn't doing the... So he was only doing the custom grow 420 shit when he was living in California and Washington where Ah. it's legal. And then he stopped doing his, like, notorious smoking weed on camera shit when he had to move to Iowa. But... Idaho. um, Idaho. Same thing. It's the same thing. Um, But he had this whole video series uh, driving a Lamborghini while high... (laughs) edit any of his videos at, at all. all they're recorded and they are uploaded yeah and it's while like he, was he at like this... is pr- pressing the on off button on the camera yeah. Yeah. and while he was at this la- this like racetrack uh he had somebody else holding his phone and recording and they kept accidentally stopping the recording so it's uploaded in three parts <laughs> because he just doesn't not... He, he's not even gonna stitch those together like no nah, they're no. just um but anyway he's yeah. like surreptitiously smoking weed at this fucking racetrack where they charge you 500 dollars to drive a lamborghini in a circle seven times pretty funny well the medium yeah. is the message yeah. <laughs> yeah it's true all right uh thank you so much for listening to this episode of iron weeds we hope you enjoyed it um i hope you guys get spooky for your halloween hell yeah or don't if you don't want to but you are, are you you two dressing up uh, I don't know. We talked about like maybe yeah. having a party. We haven't really decided. Maybe like a I'll bonfire probably, or something. I'll probably put on something because usually I like to put on like something while we're giving out candy to the kids. Um, but I don't think it'll be anything elaborate. I might put on my my gold unitard. Ooh, that's Ooh, always a good choice. You're gonna have to wear the fanny pack if we're gonna be around children because yeah. that thing is very revealing. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind, but I not around children. Not around children. We might go to jail. <laughs> um, what about you? Are you doing anything, Chris? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, doing a couple's um, costume. Uh, Emily is going as Lord Farquaad, and I'm going uh-huh. as Princess Fiona. That is adorable. Where are you guys That's going? That's beautiful. Um, you going to a party? or? Yeah, I think we're going to try to go to the hangar, if it's not too um, packed. They have some type of event going on there. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Awesome. Um. I if I have been working on reaction. If you've been wondering whatever happened to that show that you used to make, I have been working on it actually. It's just uh it's a big 
topic and it's taken me a long time to get through it and i'm doing a lot of reading and phyllis schlafly wrote 28 books in her life so you know there's a lot to read the new series is on phyllis schlafly the new series is going to be on phyllis schlafly who's a famous uh anti-feminist crusader built a grassroots movement that forever changed the face of the republican party in the united states so she's a really interesting figure and did she coin the term feminism as cancer i think she said that I don't know if... Uh, seems very on-brand for It does her. sound very on-brand. Phyllis um, Schlafly. Yeah, Phyllis, Phyllis Schlafly. Schlafly. Yeah, I picked a really shitty name to have to say over and over and over again over the course of what is likely to be five episodes. But You know, I, I also wanted to thank you for being so responsible on your Patreon. I subscribe to a bunch of Patreons that are... Um, uh, let's say not always so active in uh-huh. terms of their follow through on actually delivering content, and you straight up paused the charges. I did pause, which the, pause is the charges. Extremely, well, you know, kind of you, uh, and like more than any of the other Patreons that I've, <laughs> I've subscribed to that have but, just gone know, on hiatus. I, mean, I, I lost a few patrons, which I understood because it, it, if I was to go one or two months without publishing something, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, but but I, I think it had been like three months since I had published, and I was like, you know, it's. It was still going to be a little while before I had yeah, something yeah. new up. I knew, like, I, I'm, I've now written two full scripts. There are probably going to be about five. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, you know, ru- I'd say I'm roughly halfway through the series. But uh, I just knew that, like, I couldn't keep charging people yeah. for to get nothing for, like, months on end. So. And, and I mentioned it on the pod only to say that um, subscribe to this podcast because it's the best. And the bonus <laughs> content is actually really good and, like, worth the amount that I was contributing. And especially because there's the uh, still the, the tier on... Ironweeds, which yeah. For, yeah, we still have the seven dollar tier on Ironweeds. So yeah, and for I mean two you bucks, can still like go. So if you were to sign up to be a patron right now of Reaction, you could pay a dollar, and you would pay that one dollar and get access to everything that I've created. Um, and then you wouldn't be charged again until I resume charges, which at this point is unlikely to be even this year. It probably won't be till January, maybe in December, probably not, because I'm not going to resume charges until I actually publish something. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You know, uh, go check it out. There's a ton of good stuff. I I made a lot of content for the show, but I just you know, uh, low key fell off. I had a had some setbacks. Yeah, still as, as we have the best value of any uh, Patreon subscription that I've ever had. And uh, I feel like you're very biased. Well, I I I'm I'm being honest. But I appreciate though. your. Bias. I really am honest. Like oh, uh, you know, thanks, like. Chris. Uh, it's, it's extremely, extremely good. Like, um, I'm very re- proud of it. I will yeah, say that. Yeah. Like so. reaction is like very, very polished and, um, extreme, like I'm, I'm, I refresh my thing very frequently. I'm just like, oh, well, you'll wanna... know, Chris, you'll, yeah. you'll be the first to know but when there's new stuff wait. going on. Um, it'll, it'll be soon. Hopefully I'm hoping to get, I would love to get the series finished up before Christmas. I don't yeah. know if that'll happen, but, uh, I'm hopeful that I will be able to do that. Maybe oh, yeah. it'll be a Christmas miracle. A Christmas miracle. <laughs> it'll all be done. Yeah. This right. is a, she's a fascinating character, though. I mean, Phyllis Schlafly is probably one of the most interesting, like, historical figures I've ever studied. She is, like, such a dynamic, um, influential human being that I don't think many people know very much about. So I'm excited to cover her. Which is sexist. It is sexist. Yeah. Phyllis Schlafly was as, uh, was as... 
independent as any feminist of the <laughs> 1960s and 70s, uh, which is sad, but true. So. Hell yeah. Well, we're about to record another uh, episode. Um, we are, yeah. Uh, and we're going to be covering uh, some really great content. And you can check that out at patreon.com slash ironweeds. Um, yeah, we're going to be, uh, the New York City cabbies are going on hunger strike. And so we're actually going to spend an episode looking at a, a couple of things, but one of them is going to be the history of the medallion system in New York City with uh, cabs and the very exploitative lending um uh lending practices yeah practice lending practices in the in the aughts and into the teens that caused this like collapse of the new york cap system so we're gonna be talking about that and you can get it for as little as a dollar at patreon.com slash ironweeds and in the meantime you can find us on twitter ironweeds pod you can find us on instagram ironweeds pod and you can send us an email why don't you at ironweeds pod at gmail.com Thank you so much. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Peace.